0: Hi, so before we get right down to the episode, I just want to say that we're trying a completely different setup from the previous episodes. This is just so that it makes it easier for me to edit and enhance the podcast. I mean, don't get me wrong, everything that you're about to hear is live, from the conversation down to the music and the sounds that we play. Unfortunately, the first time we tried the setup, it didn't go so well for us, but I wasn't about to let all that hard work we put into researching the stories go to waste. So, we decided to reuse the stories that we had for what I guess is now the lost episode. We are constantly trying to make the show better for you, so I hope you understand. Enjoy! Right. Hi Nins. Hi we are gathered here today to celebrate
1: so sad events
0: yeah to mourn to be sad
1: very sad
0: and with yes You'll find out right after the theme song. I have a question for you.
1: Why do you seem so scared? Hi, I'm Ninya.
0: And my name is Anna. Welcome to Frightening, Alarming, Real Life Tales Show. A podcast where we talk about scary things that may or may not have happened in real life.
1: You don't know about that? No. You do know about her? Oh my
0: god. I am genuinely <laughs> freaked out. So sit back, relax, and try not to go crazy with Right?
1: Aren't we all crazy? Don't say I didn't warn you.
0: And welcome to a very, very sad episode of the frightening, alarming real-life tales show. Do you know why it's a very sad episode, Nins?
1: Yeah, that's very sad.
0: Actually, um. This is a re-recording of our podcast episode because what ha- happened was um, the previous episode did not record properly and uh-huh. we actually talked uh-huh. about a lot of things in the other uh-huh. episode but I guess that's going to be gone now. I mean, I did not expect this to ever happen uh-huh. to us. You know, I thought it would be like we get in... We record, we get out, but no, I guess not everything happens the way you want it to.
1: We tried to salvage what we can, we tried to, it's just...
0: (sighs) Yeah, we tried to, we tried everything, uh, but it didn't work. Anyway, okay, so we got a lot of things to do and talk about today, but before that, we're going to be mourning over the things that we've lost in quarantine much like the previous episode the lost episode of the uh, the lost fart oh my god nins okay that is called the lost fart oh my god it's dissolved it's it's gone dissipated it's 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 vanished into thin air
1: We we don't really like to re-record things because we, we usually record it in, in one go, and then we edit things a little bit, just like very minimal editing.
0: Yeah, and then, and then it's mm-hmm. good to go, but yeah, so we're mm-hmm. doing this show again. So I've got a little activity. Since we're all sad today, why don't we talk about um, the things that we miss mm-hmm. because... The quarantine happened. You know? I call this cry baby. Yeah. So, Nins, uh-huh. why don't you start us off with, you know, um, your first cry baby? Hmm. What is something that.
1: I guess. Yeah. yeah, I guess something I missed or, like, kind of ruined. The entire plan, with due to the quarantine, would be um, mainly going out, like hanging out with people, like friends, like going to their houses, just to chill and gather there. You no, know, that's one of the things that like kind of ruined it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What else? What else?
1: Um. Besides from that, maybe you know. Like going out and eating, because it's so different if you you go outside, order food, long lines, and eating with like random strangers. But like, if you if takeout's great and all, having it delivered's great, but it's still not the same to go out.
0: Yeah, I feel you.
1: How about you? you? What about you?
0: All right. Um, for me, I really miss. Um I miss you know just I I just miss going out feeling the sun on my skin <laughs> I also miss having you know like trips to the coffee shop Mhm uh-huh. Yeah I also miss I just miss doing my exercises at the gym, and you know, you okay. know what I miss the most? What? I miss my boyfriend.
1: Aww. Hi, Tirso.
0: Hi. Hi, Tirso. So, that's it. That's our little segment called Crybaby. Um, of course, this does not um, invalidate other people's experiences. Um, um, no, it's good not, it's not. that we are at home. It's good that we're staying at home. It's good that we're true. keeping safe. Um, there there are people out there who have it worse than us. We're just, you know... That's very yeah, true. We're just trying to <laughs> lighten things up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so... I wanted to get into the spooky uh, feeling right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what we're going to do is a little bit of a Would You Rather. So I'm here. Uh, I looked up the... Apparently, this is the hardest game of Would You Rather for horror movie fans. Are you ready to play Would You Rather? Sure. Sure. And, all right. Question number one. Would you rather play with a cursed Ouija bird?
1: Ouija bird. Ouija Ouija bird. bird. (laughs) It's a Ouija bird. (laughs) Would you
0: rather play with a cursed Ouija board or spend a weekend in a haunted cabin in the woods?
1: I would rather... Maybe the the Ouija Bird. I would rather choose a Ouija Bird because there is a way for you. What? Yeah. What? Because there is a way for you to, like, because when you play that specific game, this is what they say. Okay. Um, if you play that game, you open a portal and so on, so on. But there is a way to sort of close the portal and safer I guess because if you stay in a haunted cabin the problem there is like do you know your way out are you alone there's like so much factors that comes to it than the the, the board. So I would rather choose the board.
0: Well, personally for me, it's going to be... um, The question is pretty simple. Would you rather be haunted by something supernatural or would you be hunted by a killer? And I would go with the killer because you can just outrun the killer, right?
1: Fair enough. But you mentioned it's a haunted cabin. So there's still ghosts involved or something supernatural in it. I mean...
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah, like I
1: see. um. I mean, you didn't say that the cabin would be like. Yeah,
0: the the killers you know? in um in slasher films are like uh supernatural because they're they're like impossible to kill or like you know they teleport from place to place. You know what? Why isn't there a third choice? Like neither. <laughs> I want to live. Thank you.
1: <laughs> um, mine, i I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna stay home.
0: Yeah. Would you rather? Be trapped in a house with a murderer but you can't hear or trapped in a house with a murderer but you can't see anything.
1: Hmm. I think I would rather like not hear because seeing is at least you can see where the murderer is and you can see your exits.
0: That's true. That's true. I've, I'm have very into um, my sight. I love my sight so... I mean, like, my hearing can just go. I'm, I'm practically deaf at this point on, of my life. <laughs> the music that blasts through my earphones is, like, super loud. Would you rather be violently hunted in the Purge or wake up to find out that there has been a zombie apocalypse, but you survive?
1: I mean, if you say survive, that means zombies are gone, I guess? So I would kind of maybe... No,
0: no, no. It means, like, you, you wake up to find that there has been a zombie apocalypse, but you're not a zombie yeah. yourself.
1: Okay. Hmm. So either a purge or a zombie. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, purge is just a day, so maybe purge? Then, like, the entire apocalyptic setting of a zombie apocalypse.
0: True. I mean, like, it's one one time every year. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I guess the purge. Yeah, but the purge is also scary. Just saying.
1: I mean, true. Very, very scary, though.
0: Right, and one last question: Would you rather be possessed by a demon, or find out your whole family has been possessed your entire life?
1: Interesting. Hmm. Maybe the family bit. I mean, run away and like find. I don't know, find it help.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Bitch, bye. <laughs> Um, that's hard. I mean, like, sometimes, you know, I kind of wish I was the own villain of my own movie. So maybe I would be the possessed one? I mean, what, like, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be fun if you were possessed? Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I would go with, um, I'd, I'd rather be possessed. I want to be the, the, I want to be the one who haunts other people.
1: Uh, true, uh, yes.
0: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So that was Would You Rather. We're going to be taking a break. And right after, we're going to be talking about scary illnesses, scary diseases, or anything scary that has to do with health. We'll be right back. Oh, shit.
1: Wrong, wrong one. He should have oh. played the other one.
0: I should have... Oh, damn it. Hold on. Yeah. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Um, I believe that it is um, my turn to do the story. So here we go. to pay. There's a story for you. And this hand Yeah! 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 Alright! So, um... Hi! I also downloaded new songs because, you know, why don't we change it up? Mm-hmm. My... Or you already know this, but the people listening don't, so I'm going to be talking about it again. Um, my scary story or my fart for today is all about the Cotard Delusion, also known as the Walking Corpse Syndrome. It's a rare mental disorder where a person believes that they are dead, do not exist, are rotting... Or have lost their blood or internal organs. So this um this illness or sickness uh, was eventually named after a French neurologist named Doctor Jules Catard in 1882. But uh, the earliest case is actually back in 1788. So. Um, this is what happened in 1788. Apparently, a wo- an elderly woman uh, was para- was preparing a meal when um, when she felt a gust of wind pass by her, and suddenly she became paralyzed on one side of the body. Mm-hmm. When she could move again, she demanded her daughters to dress her in a shroud and place her in a coffin. Mm-hmm. This continued for days till they finally gave in. So they, you know, they put her in a shroud and laid her so they could mourn her. At the wake, though, <laughs> yeah, apparently she would keep adjusting her shroud and complain about its color. So,
1: I don't like this color. Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> uh, this color does not suit my eyes, so I want to change it. Like, like, something like that. And uh, when she finally fell asleep, her family undressed her and put her in bed. So uh, they called the doctor and um, she was treated with a powder of precious stones and opium. And then after that, her delusions went away, only to return every few months. So it kept coming back. Now, a hundred years later, um, Dr. Cotard met Mademoiselle Uh who claimed to have no brain, no nerves, no chest, no stomach, and no intestines. Despite this she believed she was eternal and would live forever. Soon she died because of um, starvation because apparently she didn't see the need to eat. Uh Somewhere closer to home um, back in 2008 at New York psychiatrists reported a 53-year-old patient named Mrs. Lee, a Filipino, who complained that she was dead and smelt like rotting flesh. Apparently she asked her family to take her to the morgue so she could be with the dead and uh, but they called 911 instead. So it says here they admitted her to a psychiatric unit where she accused the paramedics of trying to burn her house down so um, as they were taking her away she was like no you're trying to burn my house no Um,
1: yeah she's she's not okay
0: yeah she's not okay um once she was in the psychiatric moment Psychiatric unit, Lord, uh-huh. um, they put her on a regimen of drugs and was eventually released with great improvement on her symptoms. So, um, those are some of the cases that I read that are kind of, you know, big, but um, actually the illness is rare with around 200 known cases, 200 plus known cases worldwide. So, the doctors aren't sure what causes this delusion, but it apparently often happens to older people. Um, Scientists think that the symptoms most likely come from your brain when it doesn't process facial recognition and emotional response properly. So it's like when you look in the mirror and you see your face, you know it's your face, but you don't feel any emotional connection to it, so, your brain kind of thinks like, ah, you must be dead. That's why you're, you feel nothing. Mm-hmm. Usually, that alone uh, does not equate to Cotard syndrome no. or C- Cotard delusion. It has to be with this other symptom called psychosis, a condition where you lose touch with reality. In it, there are things that you hear, the things that you smell, the things that you you see mm-hmm. that aren't there you believe that they're there but they aren't there get what i'm saying
1: yeah Oh, i get it
0: yeah so scientists believe that if if you have that thing where you see your face and you feel no emotional connection so you're like oh it must be you must be dead and at the same time you also have psychosis and then you start to believe that you're actually dead then you get what is called the Qatar delusion.
1: It's an issue with, like, some people who are like that because, like, they can't really differentiate, like, if they're, like, alive because that's what they believe in, that they're dead already, they don't need this and that and so forth.
0: Yeah, I mean, like...
1: Like the lady who died.
0: Once you believe you're dead, you're like, oh, I, I don't need to eat, I don't need to I don't need to uh-huh. sleep, I don't need to do this, I don't need to do that, and then... Because and, I'm dead, you know? Yeah, because you're dead. And, like sometimes it's not even like oh i'm dead it's sometimes it's like, "Oh, I have no stomach, therefore i shouldn't eat like i don't uh-huh. I don't need to eat because I, I don't, don't have need to eat yeah, here comes the word um if so here comes the word <laughs> that that we had trouble in the in the previous recording, so it's often associated with certain. Neurological conditions. Ha! I got it.
1: You need any applause for that.
0: Oh <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Um. Yeah. So it's often associated with certain neurological conditions, including brain infections, brain tumors, uh, dementia, epilepsy, migraines, stroke, uh, and traumatic brain injuries. It's um apparently linked to a variety of other mental health disorders. And it depends on a person's age. So, th- so the older you are, the more, the more it's, the more you're likely to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's treatable. Right now, they treat it like how they would treat psychotic depression. So they put you on medication, and um, sometimes they use electroconvulsive therapy. Um, it's a type of therapy where they stimulate the brain. With electric currents um, I wrote this down According to my research Being dead is a stressful experience
1: mm, And very stressful Because yeah. They see people do this and that And They can't do that So, And then they, they get concerned about things yeah. that, Oh what you're doing is wrong Oh you shouldn't do that But like oh wait I'm dead I can't, I can't do anything about that Really Yeah so.
0: Or, like, sometimes, like, there's a story where you're, like, you feel that you're, oh, why aren't they mourning for me? They should be crying. They should be, Mm -hmm. you you know, they should be sad. They should be sad. Yeah, but they're not, Mm -hmm. because they think I'm alive. You're not really dead. Mm -hmm. But I'm dead, so, yeah, that apparently contributes to how stressful being dead is, so, yeah. That's it for my story. We had a a very big discussion about it on the previous uh, recording, but, you know, it's gone. So, yeah, we cry about it. We're going to take another break, and right after, Ninja will share her fart. We'll be right back. What's up? It's me, Andrew. You may know me as the co-host of the frightening, alarming, real-life tale show. But did you know that I also make video blogs? Yeah, they're all on Facebook. So come and join me in all the crazy adventures that I get up to at www.facebook.com forward slash theandrewtops. That's T-H-E-A-N-D-R-E-W-T-O-P-S. See ya! are back welcome back i hope you enjoyed the breaks here why don't we get on with it nins it's your turn
1: hi so uh since we're talking about illnesses nins? um and hence... nins? hello yes yes
0: I'm, I'm i'm playing the theme song
1: oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i thought like oh i got disconnected i'm like going.
0: <laughs> wait you can't hear it
1: can you play it again
0: Oh, yeah, I can hear it. Oh, okay. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) We start with your theme song. Here we go. Talks about a murder that one wails about a ghost and will Nina read them? Yes indeed. Now something for your ear holds a tale to scare searching here and there and everywhere. Crying stories. Nina, please can't you read them? Oh yes, she do. Okay. Hi. Ninia, why don't you...
1: <laughs> I keep forgetting about the theme song.
0: <laughs> I know, right? I mean, like, we literally forgot about it in <laughs> the last episode. Not in the previous recording, but in mm-hmm. the last episode. That <laughs> is. Right, so why don't you take it away, Ninia? Tell us your fart. Hi
1: okay, guys, so, um, since we're talking about this line, I. Uh, mental illnesses is something i'm gonna talk about as well so i'm gonna start with a quote from brain facts uh through hi- throughout history mental illnesses and ne- neurological illnesses such as epilepsy have been attributed with supernatural causes and to witchcraft and yes i will be talking about witches and witch hunts and mostly mostly i will be talking about a certain book relating to this it's called um, malus malificarum. So um, in Europe, about mid fourteen hundreds, a whole lot of people have been accused for being witches, and they mostly confessed and often through under torture. And within a century, witch hunts were common, and most people were burned at the stake and hung. So um, around eighty thousand, again, eighty thousand were suspected to be witches and were put to death on Europe between fifteen hundred and um 1660s and 80 percent of that 80,000 were women this is from history um germany had the highest witchcraft execution rates while at ireland they actually had the lowest one but that doesn't mean they didn't execute anyone i'm going back to malus maleficarum it's a book written by two well-respected german dominicans back in um, 1486 it's most likely the spur of witch mania to go viral the book actually the the word or the title actually translates to the hammer of witches it's basically a guide to identify and hunt and interrogate witches so it's like your starter pack on like how to confront witches how to identify them are they in your society are they your neighbors you know and um Malus Maleficar labeled witchcraft as heresy and quickly became the authority for Protestants and Catholics trying to flush out witches again living among them. The book actually sold more copies than any other book in Europe except for the Bible. So um, a few facts with this one is that um, witchcraft actually was one of um the twelve capital crimes decreed by Connecticut's col- colonial government back in sixteen forty two. And um since we're talking about witches and trials back uh about thirty years before the infamous Salem which witch trials which began around sixteen six I'm sorry, no sixteen ninety two. Um hysteria took over and like 30 years before the trials about seven trials and four executions took place back then Uh-huh. so there are people who would actually believe that you know um witchcrafts are, like real and then like small things are are caused by um by witchcrafts and witches and they would like accuse people because of like a hysteria going on like people believing that oh just be just this person just did this that's not possible it's mainly um accusations and then since people back and they don't really have a specific factor so they believe other people, and then when you when you think of uh, like the mentality of people, if someone tells you something numerous times, often and often again, you you're slowly gonna believe it. There's this whole concept of it with society. Like the, if people keep saying that, oh, this is real and this isn't, people would start to move. Oh, okay, so since everyone thinks this isn't real, this isn't real, but you know,
0: yeah, like y- you just keep. Like people keep saying, Oh, this child is gonna be a bad child. Eventually mm-hmm. that child will grow up to be bad because he kept mm-hmm. he kept hammering hammering, hammering into the mm. brain of the child uh, that, oh, I'm bad. So I should fit so, in to what mm-hmm. they tell
1: me. You know? Yeah. So um that's that's mainly it for my end and um I've up to this day actually there's there's still copies of it. I believe, um, of, I'm not entirely sure on if it's on ebook or anything like that. But um, if you look it up, you look up Hammer of Witches, it's going to pop up on Google search that there is still like a book of it. And like there are people buying the book and so forth. So if you want to look at what that is exactly, feel free to go ahead. There's actually like 47 page preview of it. There's actually images of like how they they sort of interrogate and putting air quotes on the interrogation like um dumping people like how they I'm gonna say obviously they torture the the truth quote unquote from people like oh you're a witch you have to confess.
0: So that happened back in fourteen what was it?
1: Um this was back in let me double check fourteen eighty six. Fourteen eighty
0: six Mm -hmm. Right. Thank you so much, Nins. Thank you. Thank you. We are breezing through um, our stories because of, you know...
1: What happened? You
0: know, nah. We had like...
1: We shall not talk about it. Yeah. Anyway,
0: (laughs) we're going to take one more break. (laughs) Uh, And we'll be right back. Terrifying! Spine-chilling! Blood-curling! <coughs> Got some scary stories that happened to you? We want it and we'll read it here in the Farts Podcast. Email us a voice recording or write to us telling your scary experience at fartspod at gmail.com or send us a voice message over the Anchor app and get featured on our next episode. And we are back. We have our guest story, and today it's gonna be from a friend. It's time for you to bring it in. Andrew and Nina are waiting, so come on down. We'll read it now. Your stories that make us go. How? Yeah, so today the story that will make us go how is from none other than our dear friend and listener mars the martian so um yeah she asked to be called mars the martian but we're going to call her mars her name is mars but you know
1: she's a martian
0: yeah she's a martian cuz she's mars anyway <laughs> <laughs> um here I'm a super horror fan just like Nins and Andrew. Hello, fellow horror fans, she says. I still remember watching IT Chapter 1 with Andrew and him giggling at Pennywise the Clown. Glad we kept that tradition alive with IT Chapter 2 with Rahman. Right, cause Rahman is another friend of ours. Anyway, I never really was into the supernatural. I'm more of a psychological thriller. French extreme horror fan Um, but it is an interesting concept to have souls be trapped in the physical plane because they haven't moved on. I had about two unexplained experiences in my two years at college but I'll share one for now. This happened in 2012, the year where the world was supposed to end but 2020 took the crown like Pia did to Colombia. Anyways, my first course was pharmacy and I stayed at the dormitory on the fifth floor. I got the coldest room in front of the big ass AC. Because of that, I never really slept there much. I usually slept at my sister's dorm room or in the couch by the lobby. This is around the time that the Pokemon Lavender Town creepypasta was the thing and I had an online friend who said that he was really affected by it after listening to the clip. He said that he blacked out and saw shadows in the corner of his eyes and it freaked him out. He then gave me a link to some video playing the Lavender Town music with binaural beats in the back. It was an old video so I can't really find the link anymore which is weirder now that I look back. My friend said that he didn't feel the effects till after 12 hours he watched around lunchtime and felt the effects around midnight. He freaked out so much. Of course, me being the curious type and basically not buying it, I told him I'll test it out. I wanted to call bullshit on my friend so I listened to it all." So she goes on to say, I listened to the audio with another friend but they had to back out because suddenly he had a migraine. I finished all six minutes of it, and then... Nothing. I was bored. I went to my classes like normal, did my quizzes, went to the laboratories, um, studied, and did org stuff. And then after, uh, I stayed on my laptop, being conscious of the time, and then before I knew it, it was at the 12-hour mark. And then... Nothing. That time, I was chatting with my friend saying, You suck! This isn't real, but he was still pretty shaken up about the whole thing and said he wasn't kidding. I was thinking maybe he was going through some problems, I don't know. After a few hours, I decided to go to my room since I have classes in the morning. My room was right down the hallway and the lights were off since it was supposed to be lights out. So I walked that dark corridor all the way to the end. But as I reached for the doorknob, there was a high-pitched ringing in my ears. Suddenly, my heart was racing and I was palpitating. I don't know why, but I ran. I ran back to the lobby, and I still can't explain it at that time, but I swear something was following me. When I got to the lobby, a friend saw me and said, I look like I've s- uh... When I got to the lobby, A friend saw me and said that I look like I've seen a ghost. I thought it was all over but out of the corners of my eyes, moving shadows. When I turned my eyes to look, they disappeared, only to appear in the corner of my eyes again and again. I stayed awake in the lobby until the sun came up. I messaged my friend telling him that he was right. I went about my day trying to forget those moving shadows. A part of me thinks that maybe that uh Lavender Town audio had some subliminal messaging that messed up with my head Same. and my reaction was, you know, delayed. Um, but when you read about it, you kind of wonder. Yeah, uh, I could never fully explain that horror to this day. Thank you so much, Mars. Thank you. What a riveting story. I mean... We, before the times of Netflix, uh, when the net was still young, we were definitely into a lot of creepypasta, right, Nins?
1: Mm-hmm. So much creepy stuff online, like reading through it late at night and so forth.
0: <laughs> Do you go to the subreddit, No Sleep? Was it no sleep? I think it was.
1: I'm trying to remember, or like, because I usually would just like Google searched it, and I I don't really go to um, Reddit back then, because back then I don't understand shit with like how it actually works and stuff. So
0: yeah, I mean same. Oh, was
1: just spoke to. Mm-hmm.
0: Same, but yeah, I I actually look through you know the subreddit um no sleep, and there you you can find a lot of like really scary fiction. It's fun. It's fun to read. Um thank you so much. So Mars mentioned that um she has two stories and I really like the story and I wanna hear the other story. So um why don't we invite, you know, Mars to come in next week?
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Um oh god, this is going to be a nightmare. Let's hope the audio doesn't suck that time.
1: <laughs> I hope so.
0: Because I will rage quit if it does. Anyway, <laughs> if you've got a fart, feel free to email us at um, fartspod at gmail.com. Uh, y- you can also send us uh, an audio recording of you telling the story. And then me and Ninya will listen and react to it oh. on the show. Live, because every every sound you're hearing right now is happening live, right, Nins?
1: Yeah, it's live. Yeah. That's it for today. See you guys next week.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Frightening Alarming Real Life Tales Show. You can follow Nins on her Instagram at C. Fernandez. that's N-I-N-C-F-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. And I'm Andrew, and you can follow me on all socials at theandrewtops. That's T-H-E-A-N-D-R-E-W-T-O-P-S. The show's email is partspod at gmail.com. F-A-R-T-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye.
1: Bye. Ah,
0: Finally. Let's hope this works. I hope so. Bye, Nins.
1: Bye.